there was a lot that went down, specifically mm. involving Cody Rhodes and his weight belt. I was going to say, first of all, I'm not... I'm going to try and do this in the sense that I'm not going to take shots at Cody. This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things. All elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to your AEW Dynamite review for November 24th, 2021. Sarah. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. It's Thursday here. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's well, it's a Thanksgiving themed episode in the states, anyways. Well, wherever you watch it, it's still a Thanksgiving thing episode, but it's kind of yeah. I can't believe you expect my husband to be home today because thing. it was Thanksgiving. Yes, look. <laughs> oh, I was just like, so you know, no way difference. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah wasn't feeling really good yesterday. So, you know, we're messaging back and forth. She wasn't feeling good. And I said, well, is your husband home? You know, I was making, you know, somebody was there, you know, because she wasn't feeling good. Because Woody was going to fly over and look after me. But, <laughs> because I care. I was just checking. <laughs> so, and she said, no, he's he's away for work still. And I was like, well, yeah, but I was thinking maybe he would be home for Thanksgiving holiday. And then it dawned on me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And she responded with a Mr. Bean sighing in British yes. gif. Yeah. <laughs> the only which response was great. I was perfect. <laughs> see, see, when I try to care, that's what happens. So I'm done caring. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> you're All on right. your own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sink or swim, Sarah. Enjoy your fever. <laughs> <laughs> um. I but, had a booster wow. vaccine. I felt ill after it. Yeah, that's, it. that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, feeling better today, though, right? Feeling a bit better today, yeah. Right, better is good. Better, Better's better than not better. That's true. Yes. Smart guy. Uh, but this show felt really, really good, though. Uh, this episode of Dynamite was, um, was a fun one, uh, although a uh, polarizing one in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, some cases involving a weight belt yeah but before we get into those discussions which some of those will be lengthy um Mm -hmm. i would like to remind everyone to please check out all of our content our dynamite reviews rampage reviews q a's topic discussions interviews and reviews and previews of pay-per-views also please give us a follow on twitter you can follow the channel at beauty x the beard you can follow me at let the beard play and you can follow sarah at strange underscore pixie you can indeed also please give us a follow on spotify google podcast apple podcast or wherever you podcast at and if you don't mind give us a five-star review on itunes uh every five-star review uh helps us a lot so we greatly appreciate that uh so sarah Mm. are you ready to talk some dynamite i am let's go 
All right. The show was supposed to kick off with CM Punk versus QT Marshall, but it did not. Because Mr. Maxwell Jacob Friedman interrupted Punk, and we got ourselves a fire promo battle. Let's talk about this thing. How long have we got? <laughs> this was about 20 Let's... minutes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And before before you start talking, I just want to say I, I, I typically am not a fan of kicking a show off, kicking a dynamite off with a promo, mm-hmm. with a segment like this. I yeah. love to get right into that opening match, that yeah. hot match to get the show started. I was a fan of this. Oh, <laughs> I'm God. okay with this. This yeah. was great. I'm so glad that they waited to do this when they did it instead of the other week. In Chicago, too. I mean, yeah, that's... because I know I know everybody's like, oh, when they met like the other week, everyone's like, oh, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And they did it, and everyone's a bit like, well, that was a, like, you know, but this is what, this makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, this was just, this was just so good. This is like having, like, cake every day and never gaining weight. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I couldn't, I, I literally, I'm not joking. And we have to, we have to time this perfectly today because obviously you have like your holiday and turkey stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I was awake early because I didn't feel good. So I mm. watched this and then I thought, well, I've got forever to like, until I'm going to record. So I don't have to carry <laughs> on watching Dynamite for a bit. So I just went back to the beginning and rewatched this three times. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get I didn't even get to the match for about an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um this was brilliant. I was so happy with this. I was just I mean, smiling. This was happy. <laughs> MJF dropping nukes, not pot bombs. Oh. He took a shot at Punk with just about and his Punk, you know, said, Hey, you picked the low hanging fruit. Which was which is true, but it's things that I think people wanted to to hear people take a shot at Punk for his mm. UFC career. I mean, that kind of stuff is just you know, saying that, that Punk is straight edge, but why does he look like a meth addict? <laughs> that was a lot. Because <laughs> I've just watched heels, which punks in, and in there he's no tattoos. But I agree. In that, he does look like a method. <laughs> well, so come on. No, Are you seriously. taking him just side on this? No, no. But he, I do see what he means. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm not agreeing with I'm not agreeing with MJF on that. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Punk doesn't listen to the podcast, right? So I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Of course, you know, and Punk coming back too. Punk, I mean, fired back with some mm. zingers. Yeah. What did he call him, JF? Um, he said, I never knew that your name was Maxwell. I thought MJF meant my jealous fan. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and if if the Miz logged on to Twitter last <laughs> night, why, why am I trending? It's because Punk called MJF less famous Miz. So he said, I've always heard about the great MJF, but last week uh-huh. I showed up the great MJF 
without saying a word. And you had a whole week to think of some good zingers and you came here with the lowest hanging fruit. He thinks he's revolutionary when in reality, he's just a less famous Miz. (laughs) They got a Miz. They got a Miz chant from the crowd. What did I do? I know. I just, you know. They just took my friend from me. Uh, What did I do? But as as Punk said, some of the things that that MJF was saying were true, uh, not necessarily to the extent of what MJF was presenting them as, because uh, he called Punk kind of robotic in, in everything he does, being happy to be happy to be in this town, happy to face this opponent that we're we're getting a PG Punk, and it's kind of what a lot of people have been talking about. So there's some true to that i mean we've talked about it here where we think he needs that that little edge to it that mm. more of a chip on your shoulder kind of thing uh so mjf in some ways is saying some things that some people have been saying yeah. um so there's a little bit of truth to that uh, but of course the way mjf uh lays it out uh, kind of makes you want to punch him in the face yeah, yeah. He, he called him that he's just nostalgia Punk is just nostalgia. Just um, nostalgia. That he's his breath stinks. <laughs> okay. Um, you've gone soft, your hair has gone grey, and based on your eyes, yeah. if anyone has to go to sleep, it's you. This isn't CM Punk. <laughs> this is PG Punk. Yes. What happened to the guy yeah. I grew up on? You might as yeah. well come out here preaching hustle, loyalty, and respect. <laughs> 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 oh, oh uh, who would have thought you tune into Dynamite and get a Miz reference and a John Cena reference? Uh, it goes go. on to go. Except there's the problem, PG. I can see you. I can see the little <laughs> thing. I can see through you, buddy. You claim to only come back for the younger talent, and you claimed you only came back for a boatload of money. And you sat on your couch for seven long years. Were you busy writing comic books no one read or movies no one saw? Or were you scared? I'm here to tell you that you should be scared, ma'am. I'm the other company. In the other company, the people looked at you like a cult hero because you were held down. And now you're here. You have all the opportunity to prove these people right. But can you? To me, the line of the night, and I don't know it verbatim, was when... Punk was referencing uh, um, Darby Allen as being one of the pillars yeah. and, and then told MJF that he's so busy worrying about talking about the pillars that he doesn't realize he's already been replaced by Britt Baker. Yeah. That was like the big, oh, moment of all the oh moments. Yeah. There were plenty of oh moments. That one was it for me. Oh, God, that was great. And there's some validity to that. Too. I mean, yeah. it's like eh, Rick kind of is mm-hmm. one of the pillars. Yeah, yeah that, that's it. But like Punk went on going, um, <clears throat> I was selling out Madison Square Garden while you're marking out for Rosie O'Donnell. The last time you did a song and dance on this show, you made the New York Times. Wow. Don't worry, <sighs> you'll make New York Times again, but this time in the obituaries. obituaries. You talk too much and you can't back it up without your backup. I went for the heart and soul of Darby Allen. And I didn't need a diamond ring to do it. And you're too busy talking about the four pillars. You didn't even realize you've been replaced by Britt Baker. 
that's it. That's it. When he said the only way you'll be number yeah. one around here is if we wait long enough for Tony to have a daughter for you to marry. Holy <laughs> crap. I mean, whoa, what, what's happening here? It's just, there were zero punches pulled in this. And this is just the beginning. This is mm. this. Okay, look. Okay, round round one of the Punk MJF promo battles is in the books. Round one. Okay. Who won it? How are you scoring it? Punk. I'm scoring an MJF. Ooh. I'm going MJF on on the. I just I feel like he got more shots in. I think that's quality of shots are a thing. Um. They matter in AEW. Yes, I, I think. I think. Yes, I think Punk got some really hard hitting quality shots in, but the sheer amount of punches that MJF threw, I think I have to give the round to MJF. Um, so Punk and MJF are one one. Yeah. Yes. I definitely. So. My favorite line was definitely the Darby Allen and the Britt Baker pillar thing. Nothing cheap about it either. It was no. Uh, so, people so, who listen to this, who do you yep. think won the battle, MJF Absolutely. or Punk? Yeah, so um, that that will be our that will be our winner. That will be the yep. in the Beard Podcast um, yes. decider. So that's who it will be round one. Round one. Even though yep. we've both chosen MJF and Punk, if you guys mm-hmm. choose MJF, that's where we'll go. If you choose Punk, that's where we'll go. But there's also a match uh, in, which that, CM, yes, in which CM in which CM Punk won. Typically, <laughs> typically you don't go to sleep before you eat on Thanksgiving. <laughs> in this case, QT Marshall, QT Marshall went to sleep before he ate. Punk put him to sleep. GTS gets the win. What do you think about that? Yeah, it was. Um, QT got a lot more offense in than what I thought he was going to. But then again. As the, co- as the commentators said, Punk was all fired up for the match and then he had an hour conversation with MJF. So True. that's going to drain the hell out of you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but this was good. Um, it went how I expected it to. Um, I like the fact that um, Punk made sure the ref saw Nick Camarato holding onto his leg. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like the ref was like, I can literally see you doing it. Um, <laughs> Get, I'm looking at you right here. now with your hands around his ankle. Please. Get out of here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it was good. It was what it was. Yep. But um, obviously the promo completely overshadowed the match because <laughs> I, I really didn't care about the match that much because I was just like, I'm no. going to go back and watch that promo. <laughs> yeah. It was there to give Punk a win in Chicago. Um, yeah. But that being said, I think you could have probably done without the match and it would have been just fine. Um, yeah. But and I but I was thinking the same thing. Like I, I felt like is this match going a little too long. Yeah. But you're right. It was good that they did give reasons why because it, yeah. it, if you want to sell in on on why the match is, is lasting so long, that that's a good reason. Mm. Um. But yeah. Uh. Good fun win for Punk in front of the Chicago fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, those Chicago fans. Those mm. Chicago fans. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, but then we had Tony Schiavone in the back with Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. And 
Christian thinks they have a lot of momentum in their favor, especially when it comes to the tag team titles, which he thinks Jurassic Express uh, are going to win those tag titles when they get to the shot because of Christian and momentum. Yeah, I feel like like everything's settled with them, but I feel so slightly on edge every time Christian's mm-hmm. around them. I'm a bit like, I'm looking for anything that's just going to symbolize something's wrong. Um, I, yeah. I, feel, I feel a bit guarded. I don't know why. It's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think because we've been expecting since he's kind of joined up with um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus that something's going to happen. And because yeah. nothing's happened yet, it starts to like kind of pray in your mind going, well, I'm pretty sure there was like something going on and now there's not and um, it's it's like it's it's like watching a horror movie yeah you you know you're watching a horror movie you know it's a horror movie so you know something scary is going to happen or somebody something bad's going to happen to okay we're going to go walk down this path there's three Mm -hmm. of them okay something's going to happen any minute yeah these three are walking down this path they're not just going to walk down and go swimming in the river and then come Mm -hmm. back home and everything's fine yeah. No, something's gonna happen. So you're just waiting for that moment. Yeah. Um, and you're watching every little detail, everything Christian says, kind of watching Jungle Boy's face. Yeah. Is he kind of is he glaring over at him because mm. of, he said you're gonna win the tag titles because of me. And so I was thinking, hmm, really? Is Jungle Boy? No, Jungle Boy doesn't look mad. So I guess we're good. Something's gonna happen to something. Yeah. You're right. I don't uh, know if what's gonna happen. Because I started thinking about this, and I was like, well, if Christian is saying you're going to win the tag titles because of me, does that mean somehow he's going to get Luchasaurus injured? And he means you're going to get the tag titles because of me, because he's going to team up with Jungle Boy. Ooh, I didn't think about that. How about them apples? What is something that's happened to Luchasaurus? inadvertently accident if they're in a match or something uh-huh. um you might be onto something there mm. could we see it's a christian k said, jungle boy run with the titles or something? it's just because he said um because of me yeah yep and that's what i was stuck on in that in that whole promo i knew he said something like that so. yeah mm. interesting keep your eyes on that to see <laughs> something happened to luchasaurus <laughs> inadvertently Accidents do happen. All right. Next, we had uh, the Gun Club. Well, Colton Gun and Billy Gun getting the victory over Bear Country. But that's not all that happened because we also had Darby Allen shot out of a cannon, also known as the entrance tunnel, and just about took off Austin Gun's head. (laughs) This match is okay. It's not really got anything invested in it um i think mm-hmm. the purpose of the match was for this setup i've i've not seen a lot of bear country for me to even have any yep. not interest but there's just they're not my yep. guys if that makes sense um yeah yeah they're a good big tag team though they're really yeah, good yeah, for yeah. their size yep um yep. but when sting came out as i Sting came out with darby's music and i'm not going i just <laughs> forgot what his music is like, okay. Um, oh, they're just using that now. That's all they're doing. Um, yeah. And then 
Austin's like coming right up and Sting's just like not moving and he's just staring at him smiling. I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, Drake in black, Darby just comes out of the side of nowhere and literally like slams into Austin. And I was really scared that Darby overshot that overshot that. It was close. Because that could have ended close. really badly. Um, but yeah, Darby is a human missile. He's got one speed and it's like super fast. He either has stationary or fast. No in between with him. Anyways. Um, and then we had um, <laughs> the, the undisputed friends. Bobby Fish <laughs> and Adam Cole. Bobby Fish. Do, 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 do. Bobby Fish. Do, 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 do. Love that song. I know there's people out there that, that don't. We don't care. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they think they're better best friends than the best friends uh, whom they were interrupted by. Uh, yeah, we're going to get Bobby Fish, Adam Cole versus uh, Wheeler Utah and um, Orange Cassidy on Rampage now. I love the fact that Bobby Fish went, what name is Utah? <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. And Dante Martin. What the hell is going on? Because it's just like this just happened. It's not like there was even like I get that they gave them in the contract, but then there was like no lead up. It just yeah, they were at table. We're trained to expect with Team Taz for people to go for it to be drawn out for a couple weeks, and then we go, no, we're not joining. Dante just said. Yeah, I'm signing. This makes total, total sense. And jumped over with Team Taz. And Leo's like, what? Which is kind of like everybody else was. Everybody else I don't was really like, what? Leo. Yeah. I did not expect this. Because what happened was, like, Taz was like, look, we're not messing around. Like, this is like your opportunity. La, 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 whatever. And he hands Dante the pen. Leo smashes mm-hmm. the pen down, like, no. And Dante goes for the pen and signs it while Leo's just going, oh. <laughs> uh, then you've got a hook eating a snack. Offers Dante a snack. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Dante gets up, stands on the table and walks off. I was just like, what? <laughs> Team Taz has got snacks, man. Like, I felt like Dante's mum for a minute because I went, get off the table. <laughs> No shoes on the table. Um. <laughs> this yeah. is weird, though. I don't know. I don't know how to read this, uh, which I like. I like that, that it caught me off guard. I like that I did not expect it whatsoever, and I don't I know what to expect from it. I literally love uh, Ricky with his turquoise turtleneck and his belt. And we're, we're back. Oh. We're back with a Sarah fashion show. Yeah. What? We haven't. Ha- we haven't had he, it in a little while. He, he thought turquoise and orange would go together. Ricky did. <laughs> oh. and, there's, and there's Hobbs just in his dungarees as always just like looking like anyway <laughs> we'll see where this goes so we might be getting Leo versus Dante Didn't think unless we'd see that. it's a double turn is it a setup? Mm-hmm. he's sat mm-hmm. but what does that really mean though you know mm-hmm. what does it mean like if you sign that you're going to join Team Taz can't you just just go back and tag with Leo Rush? Is there some kind of, I don't know. 
do you have to stay? Because I'm assuming Brian Cage signed on with Team Taz at some point too, right? Yeah. He's not there now. So, it, so I guess there's some way out of the contract. You just have a match with Ricky Starks and you're out. <laughs> okay. So maybe that's the out. Maybe Ricky's Dante can gates. just wrestle Ricky Starks. Yeah. Just the gate till you throw. <laughs> okay. So there is a way out. You just got to lose to Ricky Starks, I guess. Okay. Uh, the TBS Women's Championship Tournament quarterfinal match. Thunder Rosa defeated Jamie Hayter. Uh, a little bit of controversy at the end. A little bit of uh, something there between Britt mm. Baker and Jamie Hayter as uh, Britt accidentally kicked Jamie Hayter in the face, which led to her losing. Hayter didn't look happy about it. So Thunder moves on. Thunder's moving on to face Jade Cargill in the semifinal match, semifinal round match. And we don't know what's going to happen between uh, Britt and Jamie. Hmm. This was interesting. I genuinely, look, I thought Thunder Rosa was going to win, but in the back of my head, I thought this would be an interesting way if Jamie Hayter won. Just because, because of like, the dynamic that's in that little free group of women. Yeah. Um, but the fact that she lost, Britt's sort of in the midst of why. And then the whole, like, after bit where Jamie Hayter is obviously not impressed. Um, yeah. And that little, like, kind of, like, pushback thing. I was just like, is it going to be okay? Or is this, like, the first little crack in Brit's little army? Yeah. That of three people, two people, actually, but... yeah. I think they're going to get back together. I think it's 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 like a an issue, and then they're going to work it out. And I don't think it's over yet, although it kind of feels felt like it was because Jamie Ander didn't look happy at all. No, and, and she and and the thing is, she hasn't been like super happy, anyways. With the since she's been there, she's the only one not doing the DMD thing. She always looks just ticked off all the time. She just she's has British. that. Yes. Why would why would I think a, a British woman would be ticked off all the time? Why would I why would I think that? Why experience? <laughs> yes. You, your why would think that. <laughs> so um yeah, it, it, I mean it makes sense for her to uh to to just be done with it, I guess you'd say. Um but something t- something tells me it's not completely over that they'll yeah. Brit will figure figure out a way to make it right to to keep her keep her with the group for a little while longer, anyways. So you know we talked about on the Q and A that we think that Thunder Rosa is not going to win this because mm. she's meant to go after Britt Baker's AEW title. Yeah. So this would have been an out. This would have been a way to get her out and also create even more heat between her and Britt Baker. Um, but it didn't happen. So I'm really. I'm I'm still trying to figure out a way for Thunder Rosa to get put out of this thing. Um, would it be Jade Cargill that beats her? I don't think so. Um, this kill this still could it's still lining up to possibly be a, a championship for Thunder Rosa, possibly. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, next, we had 2.0 interrupting Chris Jericho and 2.0. Well, 2.0 and and Daniel Garcia, they seem to be sticking their nose in a lot of people's yeah. business on this show because for one they. They threw coffee in Eddie Kingston's face um, after taking a shot at John Moxley. 
not smart moves, and now they're they're trying to pick a fight with Chris Jericho. So I, they're getting TV time. They're getting TV time, but they're they're consistently ending up on the losing end of these battles. So at some point, guys, you got to start picking fights with the right kind of people. <laughs> these ain't gonna work out. Eddie Kingston, I adore that man. Last week, of course he you said, do. Of course you do. Week, he said, I'm off to catering. This week, he's in catering. Um, <laughs> with some when he said, he means what he says. He means, he what, means he says, what he people. says, people. Um, so he's just there, you know, having some cake and, you know, wishing Renee and Moxley and their baby like a happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then 2.0 turn up and, you know, start being 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Um, so yeah, so basically they were like, oh, we saw your article, da, 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 um, yeah. and everything like this. And then Eddie was like, I just want to eat my cake. And I'm there going, I feel that, Eddie. I just want to eat my cake too. Every time, every time I've got cake, someone tries to talk to me and I'm just looking at my cake and I'm like, I like this cake. This cake isn't talking to me. I want to eat this cake, but this person's talking to me. Um, if, if your cake's talking to you, don't eat it. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> that would be cruel. Please don't eat me. <laughs> but I'm hungry. But you've got jam and you've got cream. <laughs> it's so good. Um, okay. And then, and then, and then 2.0, okay. oh, girl. Shame you couldn't have helped Moxley. And ooh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Do Them's not fine words. bring up a guy's best friend <laughs> right now in the situation that he finds himself in. And that lit a little fire under Eddie. Ring the bell. Ding, he, ding, ding. He, he went insane. And then mm-hmm. for some reason, they just threw coffee at him. Which I, I kind of feel like you're throwing a red rag to a bull at that point. Um, and then they kind of like walked up. And then Jericho was with Alex Marvez having a mm-hmm. chat. I think Jericho was going to apologize again to Marvez for all the horrible stuff he did to him, you know. Yeah. Earlier on and everything like that. Plenty and of horrible stuff. And Daniel Garcia just like, literally, what, right in front of the camera? <laughs> just like laughing and stuff. And they go, oh, Jericho. And like, Jericho's like, um, what are you doing? Uh, you interrupting me, type thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know. And he's like, well, yeah. Um, Eddie's going to kick your ass. Um, and if you don't show up, I'm going to knock your teeth down your throat. <laughs> Go away. Uh, this is... And you could... Yeah. Didn't he say to one of them, your head is square, like you have a square head. You're like a little... Like something to do with SpongeBob SquarePants. And I heard something about a Rubik's Cube or yeah. something. He's like, I didn't... he's like a Rubik's Cube. But you can just hear it's like 2.0 down. It's like, go off. Going, you want you want to taste like this? So I was like, oh my God. Stop while you're ahead. Like, oh, you're, you're... it's not going to end well for you guys. And Rampage, no. Daniel Garcia, you may have just you yeah. know, not helped yourself. Tune into the ramp to Rampage for the murder of Daniel Garcia. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. We went from that not so happy situation to Friendsgiving with uh, Dr. Britt Baker and Tony Schiavone. 
And it was not so happy, though, for Britt Baker, as we no. found out that Riho is going to get a shot at her on Rampage. And if Riho wins, she gets a shot at Baker's championship. This is because they revealed on the footage that uh, she had, was not actually eliminated from the uh, women's casino battle royale. Mm-hmm. The last one. She was went under the ropes instead of over. So... I'm glad there you, you picked that up. I'm glad that that's now part of mm-hmm. the whole AW canon thing because that yeah. was like quite a frustrating bit. Like, look, Ruby won. I was very, very happy with that, obviously. But this was just a bit like, are they going to ignore it or are they going to use it? And thankfully, they decided they're going to use it. Mm-hmm. I think it was in our comments a lot i think it was dog 88 i think that's mentioned it mm-hmm. before i hope i'm not uh getting that wrong i'm pretty sure it was it was it was him that, that said it so uh, uh mm-hmm. you've been calling for it and and here we are so good call mm-hmm. yep good stuff uh and then we had <laughs> the american dragon brian danielson kicking colt cabana's face in it's a good thing they have a dentist on the roster exactly <laughs> Because uh, there were t- at teeth, at least a tooth, that was lost in this match. Jeez. Uh, with, in a match which eventually Colt Cabana was forced to tap out to. Another submission victory uh, for Brian Anderson. almost swallowed a tooth. That's probably why. <laughs> choking, choking on his teeth. Uh, but the whole thing ended with some uh, cowboy though. Paige wasn't going to let any more of the Dark Order folks get their faces kicked in. The match was, it was good, but I just felt like it was so one-sided. It was just, yeah. Oh, poor, poor um, Paul. Ah, oh, man. He got, he got a little bit offense in. That was a nice moonsault. That's about but it. Danielson at the moment is just, he is mean right now. He's mean. Mm. And I- he's scary mean. I did like that he pointed out, not on here, but he pointed out on social media or in an interview that he's not, he doesn't consider it a hill turn. He's just being himself. Yeah, no, I, I understand Perfect. that. But, but I love that, though. But, but that's love, a, it's a main version of him, though. Yeah, but the thing, the thing is with him is he's one of those people in society that has like this um, kind of like, how can I say it? Um, Outward, like, on the outside, he looks like, you know, quite a relaxed, you know, um, mm-hmm. guy that, you know, just chills out with his family and goes to farmer's markets and, you know, all that type yeah. of stuff. Eats a lot of nuts and seeds, you know, like, really yeah. healthy and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But then he's also the guy that, um, like, on a Sunday, when, you know, he's had dinner with his family and kids are in bed and he's like, oh, I'm just... I'm just going to meet out, go to, go, to, go to the club. And his wife's like, oh, okay, I don't know what you do there, but, you know, you seem to have fun. And he goes to an underground fight club and just kicks someone's head in, comes back home, washes the blood off, and goes into bed in his pyjamas. That is what I am now having as his entire being. Like, he, you can pass wow. him in, in the supermarket, and he's like, oh, hi, oh, can I reach that for you? It's very high shelf. And then yeah. someone like cuts him up. He gets out and drags him out of the car and starts beating him up. And just gets back and goes, da, 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 da. and it's just like normal. Wow. It's, yeah. 
Wow, what a description of Brian Danielson. I think yeah. you nailed it. I, I just generally, like, he's one of them guys, like, you, you, you've got to scratch under the surface to find out who he really is. <laughs> and we, we're starting to scratch. And we're really starting to scratch. We're, That's we're scratching now. Um, but yeah, uh, he's phenomenal. <clears throat> Absolutely phenomenal. Scary, but phenomenal. Yep. I, I, and I, I like that, that it feels like Paige is the one that's trying to bring the fight yes. to, uh, to Danielson. I think that's important because mm. it can be tricky with a face champion uh, mm-hmm. if you have the, the, the heel making the challenge and there's mm-hmm. a reason that the match can't happen. But the way it, with the way it keeps going down is while Danielson is in the beginning last week said that Paige is he don't want Paige to have any excuses. Mm. What you're seeing is now Danielson is the one that's kind of making the excuses. Yeah, uh, so also, that's perfect the way that's playing out. And also, like when obviously um, Paige came down and stuff and got into the ring, um, Danielson mentioned the coward thing again, which is obviously like you know. Something yeah. Kenny's mentioned, the books have mentioned mm-hmm. to him. And then Paige is going, I'm not leaving Chicago without a fight. I'll even give you the first shot. And Brian Danielson was like, don't insult me like that. Like, he looked really like, I can't believe you've just said that to my face. Mm-hmm. But what I love about this is, if you then go back to the other week, Hangman has a point in this sense because... Hangman, in the sense of this entire story arc, not on the level of actual talent and time in the ring um, and longevity of career, but in the sense of this arc, Hangman is the better wrestler because he beat Omega. Brian Danielson is less of a wrestler because he couldn't beat him. He ended up in a draw. In 30 minutes. In 30 minutes. So in that sense, the fact that Brian Danielson's like, don't insult me like that, it's like a proper shot at him, like going, I'll give you the first shot because look, I beat Omega. You didn't. I'm, and Brian Danielson's like, you. yeah, and Brian Danielson's like, I'm still a better wrestler. Yeah, but you didn't beat Omega. No matter what you say. No matter you still what you didn't say, beat that Omega. is a fact. And I think Brian Danielson has literally kind of I think that's kind of spun him in this direction. Like, that fact that Hangman did it, he didn't, where he's mm-hmm. had the longer career and all this type of stuff, is quite insulting yep. to him. So there are legitimate reasons for yeah. Danielson to be acting the way he's acting, yeah. which is And legitimate reasons seem to go, no, I'm not fighting you here, because, like, yeah. why would I yep. give you that opportunity when I've just wrestled a match? Yep. Just for you to it's, prove that you're still better than me. And that's he important. Clearly but, knows he is. Yes, yeah. And it's really important because you you don't you don't have just a just a heel turn for the sake of hey we need this guy to be heel he's really good at playing the heel so mm. we're gonna have him just turn on the fans. There's a legitimate reason for him to be acting the way he's acting the yeah. page because he feels you know he feels slighted in a yeah. way yeah. Because he, he and he knows in his heart he's the best wrestler in the world, but he still has to look in the mirror and realize that mm-hmm. Paige did what he could do. Mm-hmm. So now he's got a you know he's he's got that chip on his shoulder. 
Uh, he's got which, to live with that fact that he could not beat Omega for Hangman and, Page. Until he beats Page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he still didn't beat what, Omega. I know, but he's, it, that's what now he's, he can't beat Omega now. Omega's out, so he can't go after Omega and do anything there. Mm-hmm. And, and he's got this title shot that he's earned. Uh, so now the only thing he can do is take it out on Page. He's yeah. got to go after him, go after the one who beat Omega before he ever gets to Omega again, which yeah. is going to happen and is going to be glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is a perfect thing to set up to really make you put into question when they do face each other. Yeah. Is Danielson going to win? Is mm-hmm. Page a transitional champion? Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's going to. A lot of times we go into these title matches and you know. Yeah. Who's going to win, right? We, we know yeah. what's going on here. You know, mm-hmm. I love doubt. Um, yeah. Even us who really believe Paige is going to have a long reign will be doubting during mm-hmm. this match if it's actually going to happen or not. Mm. And speaking of which, I, 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 I'm questioning now when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, Battle of the Belts is coming up, isn't it? Yeah, but it's January 8th. Mm-hmm. So that's still a good ways off, and they're really hitting hard with this right now. Uh, so you would have to dial it back a bit for a while in order to draw it out, because we're gonna we're gonna have to draw it out for a whole another month plus. I think they, I think that's why the Dark Order thing's happening. Yeah, but is it? Are they still are they still going forward with it? I Did think he so. actually? Say he's going to face yeah. another. He said he, he said, was, but yeah. then Paige said he wasn't going to allow it or something. Yeah, but uh, nothing was. So I mean, they could. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if they don't jump it straight to winners coming, um, which would be just, and it may be. Um, it would, it would be what another you know, three weeks away, two weeks away, mm. three weeks away. I don't know. Um. But, you know, because of, of placing that doubt in people's minds, what happened at Winter's Coming last year? I don't want to remember it. Yeah, I, and I really I really wasn't trying to take a shot at you this time, I promise. And I know it's hard to tell because I always do take shots at you with this. I promise I wasn't this time. For the, for the sake... For the sake of what you're trying to do, you're trying to place doubt in people's minds. Yeah. For them to harp on that, like, mm. you know, what happened last... You know, last year at Winter's Coming, mm. it, could that foreshadow what's going to happen here and draw even more doubt into that? So mm. uh, I don't know. Uh, it could, but the the logical spot for this would be Battle of the Belts. Yeah, true, and it Which gives I'm you more very time to happy build that to that. That is on a Saturday. Yes, it is. And I, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming by that that all those TNT specials are going to be on Saturday night. Oh, it'll make our life so much easier. It will. Absolutely. It is a big sigh of relief. Like, yeah, when that happened, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I'm making so think, much easier. I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be yeah, okay. I think we can do this. So, uh, yeah, I, I will be interested to see uh, how mm. this how this plays out. Um, well, let's get to the main event. <laughs> main event. Look, I'm going to get straight to the ending of this, and then because there's <laughs> something else I know we'll want to talk about a lot. Uh, but in this match, we had the Lucha Brothers and Pac teaming with Cody Rhodes to take on FTR, Malachi Black, and Andrade El Idolo. And it was Andrade picking up the win over Pac after Malachi Black had spit the mist into Pac's eyes allowing um, 
Andrade to hit El Idolo for the, to finish him off. But that was just the finish of the match. There was a lot that went down, specifically mm. involving Cody Rhodes and his weight belt. Would you would you like to weigh in on this, ma'am? Because I know this is going to be uh, uh, something that a lot of people uh, want to discuss, mm. want to talk about. This is interesting. Mm. I'm just going to say, first of all, I'm not... I'm going to try and do this in the sense that I'm not going to take shots at Cody. Um, because th- there's two sides to this. There's always two sides to wrestlers. There's the human side, the actual yes. person, and then the character side, which yep. is the wrestler. And every mm-hmm. time I mention Cody, I'm always talking about the character side, never the actual yeah. person. But yeah. the fact that when Cody even is entrance there wasn't very many cheers. Um, there was a wave of boos right from yeah, the beginning. This, this, but it... Look, that didn't make me feel uneasy because that's become a thing now. That just yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, the, the tagging that he did, which was a blind tag again, was obviously mm-hmm. not great from the side of, you know, Pac. Um, yeah. And also whenever, you know, because basically... Cody, Pac, and uh, Lucha Bros are meant to be the faces in this. The other team are the heels. So in the sense of that, when the faces beat the heels, they should be getting cheered and the opposite. Whereas when Cody comes into play, it's a reverse. The heels get the cheers. Yeah. Um, and look, TK's already said it in that press conference. Like, look, it, it, it's a reaction. There's nothing... Anything exactly. can be, be done to change that reaction. Exactly. And Cody says he doesn't want to go heel, so he's not going heel. Fine. So the crowd's going to react how the crowd's going to react. And mm-hmm. in a wrestling sense, that is 100% normal, and there's nothing wrong in that sense at all. Where I sort of kind of drew the line was Cody's always done it where he's taken off his weight belt and Mm-hmm. Throwing it into the crowd, and or sometimes he goes to give it to a kid that's at ringside, or yeah. you know, someone that um, has you know mm-hmm. been invited as a special guest, you know, um, yeah, they've got um health problems or what, if anything like that. <clears throat> Cody decides to throw his belt into the crowd, which got booed, which yeah, fine, it happens, it does. What I don't think was fair, or you know. On and I think has the potential to be quite dangerous mm. is throwing that belt back towards the ring and if you watch it it literally misses Aubrey by centimeters. Um and that belt yes. got the pin in it that mm-hmm. obviously makes it a belt and if that yeah. you know yeah. is being thrown that spike and that thing's out and it like catches her in the eye or anything like that that's that's a legit yeah. injury. Could be um, a dangerous situation. Yeah, Absolutely. And she's a referee, not a wrestler. So, you know, she she's not she's not really facing the crowd. She's concentrating on what's going on. Um yeah. I when I first saw it, I was just like, right, okay, so the guy didn't want the belt. Um but <laughs> yeah. 
you, you could hear uh, just the you could hear. I'm not sure if he necessarily didn't want the belt. You could hear the crowd chanting, "Throw it back." Mm. It's 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 similar to. I know you're not familiar with baseball. I'm sorry, but it, those that watch it will understand when uh, the opposing team hits a home run in your home stadium. It's it's normal for the crowd to chant, "Throw it back," and somebody in the crowd throws the baseball back on the field. So they're not mm. going to keep the home run ball from the opposing team. It's mm. similar to that. Yeah. Although there's a giant field that you're throwing it back onto, yeah. less likely for you to hit somebody. Mm. Uh, and the players are expecting it. They know what's coming. Mm. With this, nobody was expecting that. No. So the crowd was chanting, throw it back. And nobody was expecting that thing to fly back into the no. ring. So, so go ahead. I just want to point that out. The no, crowd no, was ag- agging on. Yeah. Um, so, look. <clears throat> I get that people are not fans of Cody right now. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% understand it. And, you know, not that I agree with it, but it yes, it makes sense not to be a fan of Cody right now. Yeah. But throwing something back in a crowd into a ring after what happened with Seth Rollins the other week, yeah. I know it's not the same thing before anybody jumps on it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it's it's kind of targeting wrestlers that could get injured or, you know, get hurt or whatever, or officials that are around you, anything like that, or other audience members that could get hurt. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a dangerous thing to do. It's not smart. It's not clever. It's just stupid. Um, yeah. Yes, I get, you know, throwing the uh, belt about, haha, you know, F you Cody. But yeah. why didn't you just, you know, leave it on your seat when you left? Yeah. yeah. Um, there, there's an FU Cody, if you want to. Not yeah. trying to, like, you know, throw it back into the ring where people are, like, trying to work. Um, yeah. But I do want to say, the only thing that actually um, gave me a bit of light relief with this was Andrade getting really mad that it got into the ring. Stormed in, got it, and then just threw it under the the actual ring. So he was just done with it. So and then Cody <clears throat> asked the security guy, "I'm gonna call him Bob. I don't know, know what his name is, but we'll call Bob him the Bob. security guy." And Bob. I was like, "Bob, get my belt." So Bob's scurrying <laughs> and lifting it, and then and Cody puts it back on. Um, which is, I, I wouldn't have done that. I liked him putting it back on. You see, I didn't. I did. Yeah. I think you should have just left it and be done with it. You do not draw attention to it again. Ah, uh, I and here's I, and I agree totally. You know, we talked about this a little mm. before we got we started recording. Um, agree totally. It's an idiotic thing to throw yeah. the belt back into the ring. Just dumb. I mm-hmm. think Slick had mentioned on Twitter last night in a comment. Give it to a kid. There's yeah. a kid that would love to have that. Exactly. However, with it happening, um, it's it's one of those things that's gonna be remembered. Yeah. Uh, it's and, and I think they have to uh, not to say take advantage of it, but try to spin they need to it, use it in canon. Use it, yeah. Use it in some way. My only worry is that it'll copycat situations. Mm. Uh, the good news is they're going to Atlanta or in the Atlanta area mm. uh, next week. The chances of that something similar like that happening in Atlanta and Cody's hometown is less likely. Mm. 
But it does, it, you know, there's certain crowds where that could definitely happen again. Philadelphia, talking mm-hmm. about you. <laughs> Those are some places the that, that could find. Yeah, yeah, well, not even going to go there. Wow. Um, I mean, they may go there. I'm not going. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not even going to touch that situation. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, but it's but you you have to spin it in a way and mm. and i and i think that's why i really like cody putting the belt back on um I, you know i think we i think everybody is really wanting not everybody uh but a lot of people really want him to go heel mm. or at least to embrace that the yeah. fans do not are not behind him like they were mm. and maybe at least lean into that a little bit yeah and that's what I took in putting that belt back on was that, okay, I could try to give you this thing. I try to be cool, threw it back at me. I'm going to put it back on with force. Like I wanted to see him mm. even like latch it on there even harder. Like, you know, as mm. kind of a, a screw you to the crowd, you know, yeah. without saying screw you to the crowd, because that's how you're going to treat me. Mm. I would love to see him really lean into that. Um, Cause it's an opportunity here for mm-hmm. for something cool and i know he doesn't want to and he, he shouldn't have to do what you don't want to do but man that the crowd ain't lying no it's there's it's no way there. to change their mind either that's the thing no i mean wrestling fans once they're set unless it's a kind of a process you're not going to change their minds yeah like it, it's not kind of like but I don't want to be healed, so I'm not going to like, oh, okay, then. Yay. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. happen. And what also I noticed with this match is after that whole situation of the belt being thrown back, Cody putting on the belt, Cody kind of sidelined himself. He wasn't really involved in anything like towards, like for the rest of the match until towards the end. Um <clears throat> <clears throat> he kind of sat back with arm for a bit. Um, there was kind of like a shot of him just like kind of um kind of like just over with arm by the ramp type thing. Um so yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure um what's going on. Look, so it- Co- Cody Cody has a chance to go heal if he wants to. He he's already said he doesn't want to. Yeah. And I respect the fact that he's trying to stick to his guns. The only issue is you can stick to them all you like, but I don't think the crowd reaction is going to change. And I think if you throw your belt out at the moment, the chances of being thrown back now are going to be higher than what they were originally. (laughs) And and that then creates the problem of, does that then incite like someone can get injured or does that then like the next place they go to does it happen again or does, it happen, or does he just stop doing it I, I think you at this point uh, unless you're going for that reaction unless you're going for a repeat unless, mm. unless that's what unless that's what you want mm. uh, which I think people would at least be ready for now mm. that's the good that's the good side is that if it happens again I think the ref and the other wrestlers in the ring will be watching for it. Mm. Hang on. That belt might be coming back. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, if he's not going to do that again and he still wants to give the belt, I think the best way to do it is to find a kid at ringside. Yeah. That's how you do it from, from this point on. When you're walking down, like he's done before. 
do do the Bret Hart glasses thing, mm. you know, where you give the glasses to the kid at ringside. So um, that would be the way. Um, mm. But it, look, if if you're if you're if you're Tony Khan in that situation backstage mm. in the go position, and Cody comes back afterwards, what do you what do you what are you telling Cody at this point? What what is your what your TK? What is your conversation with Cody? Keep hold of your belt. Um, <laughs> Keep hold of your belt. Never mind. I don't want you being Tony. <laughs> Tony no, Khan anymore. Just... That's so bad. Like Cody comes back. You know, he's just emotionally like <laughs> drained because of the situation. Hey, boss, and Tony just. Look, just keep hold of your belt, man. <laughs> really, boss? Really? <laughs> That's the advice. That's it. Uh, I, I'm I have home. no idea. I have no idea because Tony's one of these. Like, yes, he has input, but it's kind of on the wrestlers on the direction they're going. And yeah. um, he said in our press conference that you know he's not concerned. I'm pretty sure that he believes that himself I don't understand think he is not concerned though I think he might be slightly a bit like uh, what what is happening yeah um I don't know dude like at this point like what is the benefit of and I, I know there and I'm not saying and trust me I know Cody fans like they're really behind Cody mm. as a face Trust me, I'm not saying somebody should do anything they don't want to do. No. If he doesn't want to go heel, then he doesn't have to go heel, shouldn't have to do anything he wants to do. It is, no. but it is, it is an entertainment business, right? Mm-hmm. The reality of it is that's what we're in. What is the benefit of him remaining face at this point? Like, what are the benefits? Uh, I, I, and I'm not saying there are none. I'm just curious. Like, what would be those benefits? Could can you think of any? I mean, not really, I, right now. I, I know, and and if if those benefits are look, I'm, I got this reality show, and you, they're gonna. The real Cody's not a bad guy. Mm. He's not. He's a great guy. So with the reality show, you see that. So does that hurt the? heal that you're playing in the ring because everybody sees you're a good guy in reality it, and I don't think that matters anymore I think no. years ago it could where you're trying to keep that separate everybody and, understands it now yeah everybody gets it so there's no benefit to me yeah. in that he's a judge on the uh, the go big show does that really hurt that does that really harm that in any way no, no. I don't think because Everybody knows now. It's the same thing with the reality show. There, and it's also probably a different audience completely. Yeah, like are are any of those people really? I don't know. Are watching Dynamite that much? I don't. I don't know. And, and even if they were, does it even make a difference? Are they like booing them on the air? Because yeah. <laughs> no, they're not going to. I think all those are already filmed, anyways. Let mm. me film them in advance. I don't think it's a live show. Um, I just, I just don't see any benefit if, if i'm him and i understand like you want to be if you want to play the character you want to play and be the good guy if i'm looking at the crowd consistently reacting the way they're reacting i, I have to question what's the benefit of me yeah. continuing to do this or should i just you know give the fans what they want and turn 
not mm. necessarily turn, but just start being uh, uh, kind of like Brian Danison. Yeah. He, he says it's not a turn. He's just being himself, which is really being a Ahat version of himself, mm-hmm. if we're being real, because that's what he's doing. It's the same kind of thing. Just yeah. embrace that side of things. Embrace the cockiness of it. Become mm-hmm. cocky, Cody Rhodes, where you're better because than everybody is, and you're though, not afraid to tell them. The thing is, though, is <clears throat> I get that he's a face right now, but in the eyes of the people, the people, the eyes of some people, people. he um, he's already got heel tendencies with his entrance with his like you know his big coat thing and his entire like you know it's over the top about five hours of pyro and all this type of stuff so it already lends itself to a heel persona but he's playing a face and i think that if the crowd isn't with you as a face and they're now seeing you as more of a heel and you've got heel parts to your entire entrance but you're still playing face. That's a mixed mm-hmm. message as far as I can see. And I'm not saying... Yeah. I agree with you. He shouldn't have to do something he doesn't want to do. But yeah. at the same time, if you want to be the face, you need to start having face tendencies. You can't come up here in, in a massive elevator and, you know, yeah. um, have all this pyro and have this big flamboyant coat and... All this type of stuff. It doesn't work like that. And I I do say at this point, I think especially because of the weight belt incident, what we're going to call it, it's, I think it's too far down that path at this point Mm -hmm. to try to backtrack. Like if he all of a sudden took away that entrance. Yeah. I think we're too far down the road now to where Mm -hmm. they're just going to see it as, oh, he's trying, now you're trying to, yeah, you know, you're trying to do things to get cheers. We're definitely not cheering you now mm. because that's just, you know, that's how that's how it works. You know, I guess they can see what's going on and they're going to even push back even more. Mm. So I, I just I don't know. I, I can I, the only drawback, the only like type of which I know I know a lot. There are a lot of fans that wouldn't want to see him go heel. Mm-hmm. But like one of those whom's heart it would break would be my daughter's as an example because <laughs> she she loves cody she yeah. does she and she loves the entrance she knows as soon as like it, yeah the, the she's like oh it's cody she'll stop and watch that whole entrance mm. and when she when she saw the belt get thrown back last night she looked at me like why would somebody do that mm. like she didn't she didn't get it as a child she mm. didn't understand why would somebody throw that back are you kidding me and that's kind of where slick was going with give the belt to a kid because mm. the kid I think a lot of kids would the do kids still like, in that world where wrestling is real. Yeah, exactly. And and she it would break her heart if she saw Cody start uh, yeah. healing it up. We'll put it that way. Start you know mm. doing that type of stuff. It would it would it would it would affect her that way. But mm. I think the masses though. But mm. I think it wouldn't take long for her to embrace Cody as a as a heel though. Just in yeah. the way that she. In the way that she loves Jericho now, mm. because she, she didn't before, and now she does. So she's yeah. you know smart enough to follow that, and I think other kids would be too. Yeah, it's it's a tricky situation, but it, but as we've said before, this complicated Cody character, mm. this whole thing, uh, there's a passion mm-hmm. for the fans have for Cody, whether it be positive or negative. 
mm-hmm. there's a passion there. Yep. That's good. Because, because there we, wasn't anything the besides. We have spent half of this show <laughs> talking about Cody Rhodes' weight belt. Yep. Which, again, it's it, that's, and it, it's not just because that fan decided to be a A-hat. That's it. Yes. Decided to be an A-hat and throw the belt back. It's not because of the fan. It's it's because of the situation that's been created by Cody, yeah. in a way. Cody has created this situation, good or bad. Mm. It's 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 something to be talked about. It's a focal point. Mm. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, even though it's it's it was hard to watch. It was um, uncomfortable watching mm. the belt get thrown back in a way yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, best way to put it for me, I think. Um, but that's that's. I mean, we're talking about it. We're I mean, and there's other people, other shows right now talking about the same thing. I guarantee yep. you. Whether they talked about it last night after the show, talked about it on Twitter, yeah. on the podcast, on it will be talked about because of this situation that's been created by Cody. Whether we love it or not, it's polarizing and it's it's interesting. And I'm more interested. I'm more interested in everything that Cody Rhodes does now more than I was before all this started. What do they say that um, even bad press is good press? Sometimes. In wrestling kayfabe. Absolutely. In wrestling, for sure. But can um, we also, before we finish, just talk about one more thing? Let's talk about it. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and Jose. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that happened. That happened. Without the, without the belt situation, we've talked about that even more, I'm sure. Yeah. But it Definitely deserves a piece uh, of uh, conversation. What an absolute <laughs> like gem! Uh, <laughs> just see those two guys score off, and you could feel the tension, like oh. And then Jose, Jose the, the, like, yeah, right. the iPad guy, <laughs> as if he is some legend. Yeah, <laughs> like backing up Tully. <laughs> Takes the jacket off and <laughs> tosses it at Arn. Yeah, and then what are you Tully doing? and Arn both decking one. <laughs> yeah, and then Alex helps him into the stands. Yeah, get out of here! Brilliant. Yeah, that was good. That, that was, was good. It was a moment. It um, was a moment. And as much as I loved uh, Arn and Tully there, if 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 not for Jose, that wouldn't have been quite the moment that it was. No. I don't think. <laughs> So props to Jose. Yeah, well to Jose. done, Jose. Thank you. I next time want contra- Alex to get in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have a four-way, fatal four-way. Yeah. R and Tully, Alex, and Jose the iPad guy. I almost yeah. forgot his name. <sighs> All right, so a heck of a dynamite. Yeah. Um, wow, and a heck of a weight it belt situation. <laughs> it was very busy. Um. And then we have this uh, episode of Rampage lined up for us for Friday. It is Eddie Kingston yes! versus Daniel Garcia. Bye, Daniel and, Garcia. Bye-bye. In a retirement match for <laughs> Daniel Garcia, possibly. In a going to the uh, hospital. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, AW Women's Champion Britt Baker facing Riho um, in a what they're calling a Black Friday deal match. I love these names. Just <laughs> but if it re- as a match, dudes. <laughs> it's, Black, it's Black Friday. Um, 
But if Riho wins, she will get a future shot at Britt Baker's title. This could go. This eh. Eh. could Rio get a shot. I don't know. Eh. Could happen. Could happen. It could be where Jamie Hayter gets involved by accident. Keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and then we have <laughs> Adam Cole and Bobby Fish. <laughs> versus Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Utah. Okay. Um, so, yep. What kind you know of name is Utah? Do you, know, do you know what I noticed on this Thanksgiving Dynamite? No one dresses what? a turkey. No, not a no. single turkey. Not a single turkey. Dresser. I was kind of happy about that. I was, you know, a lot, a lot of times I'm afraid they'll go too heavy into the themes for this, but. Wonder if there the was... Black Friday um, deal match is just going to be like loads of TVs discounted around the ring. <laughs> That would be great. And like extras like pushing and shoving each other and fighting over a TV. I at least want to see a shopping cart somewhere. (laughs) uh, Somewhere around the ring. Uh, Maybe Baker rolls down with a shopping cart or something. I don't know. That would fit. Wouldn't fit with Rio so much. Um, We'll see. Baker comes in with a lot of shopping bags. (laughs) I've just been out. Getting ready for this match. I bought Adam this. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be so happy. <laughs> Love it. All right. So oh, yeah, Jesus. can't wait for Rampage. Rampage yeah. is gonna be good. That is all for the uh, the Dynamite review. But before <laughs> we let you go, um, or before you let us go, whichever happens first, um, <laughs> don't, please give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Yes. Oh, you still there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Yes. Oh, I muted you. Uh, Might make the show more enjoyable for me.